In today's show, we're previewing week 11 in the NBA, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. I hope you guys all are currently enjoying your Christmas day. Uh, if that, that is indeed when you are watching this show, I hope you are enjoying Christmas Day. hope everything went well for you. You stayed uh, healthy and happy and safe and all that stuff. We're here now to look ahead to next week, week 11 in the NBA. Who knows what sort of stuff will be thrown at us during that week. We've got to be nimble. We've got to stay on our feet. Uh, we've got to stay on our toes. In fact, that is the phrase, not on our feet, because generally we're on our feet anyway. We've got to be on our toes. And it is a week where there is a lot more streaming possibilities. So let's talk about it right now and see how Week 11 plays out. Week 11 is playing out as follows. Half of the teams in the NBA play four games. All right, that's that's pretty good. This makes your decisions on um, guys that you're sitting and starting, guys that you're adding and streaming, um, a little bit different because with the, the well, basically the majority, with half of the leagues playing four games and a bunch playing two games, um, some of these guys, lesser known players who do get the four games will have their value increased. So we have 15 teams that play four games. Those teams are the Lakers, the Mavericks, the Knicks, the Suns, the Heat, the Rockets, Celtics, Kings, Jazz, Spurs, Thunder, Wolves, Bulls, Cavs, and Clippers. They all have four. 12 teams play three games. The Bucks, the Pacers, the Magic, Grizzlies, Hornets, Raptors, Hawks, Blazers, Nuggets, Wizards, Nets, and Warriors. And then the Pistons, the Pelicans, and the Sixers, they play two games for this week. So that's pretty rough on those guys. Now, I guess with the guy with like um Cade Cunningham, who you see pictured here, like he's out for COVID protocols, you're not missing much with two games. The Pelicans and the Sixers, though, they're not really hit with COVID. So unfortunately, it's not a great week to own a bunch of those guys on your team. Sorry, to roster a bunch of those guys on your team, it's not a great week for that um, because they're only going to get those two games. We'll talk about whether they're starts or sits later on in the show when we get to that segment. But that is how everything looks in terms of the schedule playing out. But on a game-by-game basis, how are we looking? Well, it's really evenly spread. In fact, it's very possible that you'll be able to stream in every single day of this week. We've got seven games Monday, eight on Tuesday, nine on Wednesday, four on Thursday. We've got 10 games on Friday, which is New Year's Eve, six on Saturday, and seven on Sunday. So really the day you can't stream or maybe can't stream is on Friday. But even then, for some of you, you will have an active roster spot available. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll look at those as the streaming days in general, but you might be able to do it Friday as well. So there is great streaming ability. Now, if you've got in a league where you have um, limits on how many acquisitions you can make, you've got to be more strategic because you could theoretically, 
you add a player every day and be able to slot them into your active lineup. But if you only got four ads for the week, it doesn't work that way. So you do have to be able to structure that out and, and schedule it out, which we'll talk about in a little bit more time. In terms of streaming, as I said, you know, all days we're looking at, except for Friday. Every team in the NBA, except this handful that I'm going to mention, play three quality games. The Pacers, the Grizzlies, the Raptors, the Hawks, the Blazers, the Pistons, the Pelicans, and the Sixers, they all have two quality games. So it's not like, well, attack this team because they've got four quality games or avoid these this four-game team because they've got two quality games. It's just not that at all. Basically, everybody, every four-game team has three quality games. For the three gamers, there is some difference there. Some of them have three and some of them have two. And of course, all the two-game teams have two quality games. So you can see yeah, the guys that we want to, out of the three-game teams, the Pacers, the Grizzlies, the Raptors, the Hawks, and the Trailblazers, they have three games, but two of those games are on the lower volume days. So that does limit some of the value that those teams can bring you. But it is, yeah, again, the, the schedule throws up different things for us every week. Sometimes we have these you know, two games, 13 games, four games, 11 games type of schedule. Sometimes we have you know, seven or eight every day. And on this one, we've got a, a week where we've got just a bunch of teams all being valuable pretty much every day. So streaming is going to be really, really important and making the right moves at the right time is also, I think, going to be pretty important. But one of the right moves you can make at the moment is checking to see, well, if you can't, well, you can check to see, but maybe you don't even know where to find all of the subscriptions that you got that you don't know about. Like there's so many. We all signed up for so many different services over the pandemic and maybe we lost track of it and they are just bleeding you dry. So Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't need, that you don't want, and the ones that you've simply forgotten about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them. So you don't have to cancel the subscriptions because I, I just forgot half that sentence. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start cancelling today at truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Go right now, truebill.com slash locked on NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Let's look at some back-to-backs now. Across the week, Monday and Tuesday, the Rockets and the Timberwolves have the back-to-back there. All right, so we'll talk about this when we get to streaming strategy. We can look to add those guys at the start of the week, perhaps. Um... We have got the Tuesday, Wednesday, there are a bunch of players, a bunch of teams. The Lakers, Knicks, Heat, Kings, and Thunder all play that um, combination Tuesday, Wednesday, back-to-back. With the Wednesday, Thursday, unfortunately, we don't have any, we don't have any back-to-backs on Wednesday, Thursday. That is not ideal. We don't, on Thursday, Friday, which is leading into that big 10-game Friday, so that may or may not be useful, the Cavs play that back-to-back. They're the only team who have the Thursday, Friday. The Friday, Saturday, a bunch of teams have it. Rockets, Jazz, Spurs, Bulls, Clippers. But again, the Friday is a 10-game day, so you may not be able to even use anybody there. And then we look to the weekend, and the Saturday, Sunday weekend back-to-back doesn't exist. Nobody has the back-to-back there on the weekend. So again, it, it is a very interesting week in terms of streaming. So let's look at how we can possibly stream things in for the week. 
on Mon this is how I think it's best to do it. Now, it, it, it is going to depend on whether you have active roster spots on the Friday. But I would look, just stream anyone in on the Monday. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a back-to-back -back player. Just have a look at who a good option might be to stream in on that uh, Monday. Then I would try and attack. It. So you attack the Tuesday, Wednesday as your next back-to-back. -back, right? Then maybe use the Thursday, Friday back-to-back, -back, that, that, which is the Cavs playing, if you've got that option on the Friday. And then with your last ad of the week, you can use someone on the Saturday, Sunday. But because there's no back-to-back -back on the Saturday, Sunday, and there's no back-to-back -back on the Wednesday, Thursday, it really does hamper our ability to load up games for the week. So really, we want to be looking at the Tuesday-Wednesday combo, which, as I said, has got the Lakers, you've got the Knicks there, you've got the Heat in that combo, you've got the Kings in that combo, you've got the Thunder there as well on that uh, Tuesday-Wednesday. So we're loading up there. We might be using the Thursday-Friday with the Cavs if we do have available roster spots on the old... Um, on the old, uh, what's the name, uh, on that Friday with the 10 games. And that changes so much whether we can actually use that Friday to stream blokes in, which we I don't know how that fits in your particular format. In terms of front and back loading, the Hawks, the Blazers, and the Sixers do not play on the weekend. So if you do have fringe Hawks players, maybe you streamed in a Gorgie Jeng, although Clint Capella is back. Um... You know, maybe you've streamed in a deal on right. You know, Trey Young will probably be back. But you can drop these blokes heading into the weekend. And then to start the week, the Pistons, who have got a two-game week, and the Pacers, who have a three-game week, they don't play the first two games of the week. So your fringe guys there on the pit, we'll talk about the Pistons guys anyway, but you know, if it's a real fringe player there for the Pistons, you, you, you don't get anything those first two days, which are really valuable streaming sort of days with the lower volume on those, on those days. So you're missing out on maybe a couple of games there might not be perfect. And then the paces, again, maybe it's a Chris Duarte. Maybe you added an O'Shea Brissett. So I don't know the status of, say, DeMontis Sabonis and, um, and his injury at this point. So... That does, um, that does change things just depending on you know, how your team looks. Uh, looks in that setting. Just news coming through now as I'm recording this. Tyrese Maxey has been listed questionable for the COVID protocols. I don't know how you can be questionable without missing a game, but he is questionable in the COVID protocols. So just uh, just be aware of that. He joined Shake Milton in that as the Sixers two-point guards who would be unavailable. But guys, I know that you've had a great Christmas, or I hope you've had a great Christmas. I hope you've been able to get yourself absolutely jacked by using Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar ever. Other protein bars, they either taste like garbage or they're just chock full of things like sugar and fat and calories, which Built Bar isn't. It's low in fat, it's low in carbs, it's low in sugar, but it's delicious. It's high in protein and the taste factor is absolutely off the charts. I hope you ate your Christmas lunch that you didn't talk about your favorite Built Bar flavor. You need to keep that stuff to yourself because this is like the beginning of a family fracture. It's like the, the Roy family taking on their dad. Like that's how, that's how bad this stuff can get if you are debating the best flavor of Built Bar because people are, people are set in their ways. They love their flavors and they will go to the death. And lucky they're all jacked up on protein, so that definitely won't end ugly at all. So head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and save 15% off your order of Built Bar. Built Bar, built different. Let's look at now at guys that we can add and maybe guys to start and sit for the week. Um, for weekly leagues, these are guys I think you could add and actually slot them into your um, starting lineup 
Eric Bledsoe with Reggie Jackson out. Jaden McDaniels with literally the entire Timberwolves starting five out because D'Angelo Russell's joined COVID protocols today. Omer Yurtseven with Dwayne Dedman out for a few weeks with a knee sprain. Drop Dedman, add Yurtseven. Terrence Mann for the Clippers, a four-game week. Dwight Howard, hopefully they're going to banish DeAndre Jordan to the netherworld and we never see him again. And then Jinglin' Joe Ingles with four games this week. He's a pretty solid ad who's available in quite a few spots. In terms of blokes that we can sit for this week, um, Kelly Oubre Jr. and Gary Trent Jr., only the three games for those guys. In fact, Trent's not going to even play three because he's dealing with a return from COVID, so he'll probably only play two, maybe one game, so you sit him. Ubre, there's just too much inconsistency in his playing time and his production to, you know, with 15 teams playing four games, it's really hard to lock Ubre in to, uh, with a three-game week. Devontae Graham on the Pelicans, I wouldn't bother starting him, but I would with Valanchunas, I would with Ingram, and I probably would with Josh Hart, even though they only played two games. I wouldn't start a single Pistons player this week in a 12-team format. Now, if your league's different, you might look at Corey Joseph or Trey Lyles or Sadiq Bey. Um, as options, but in 12s, I wouldn't start them. For the sixes, well, I just mentioned him, but uh, Tyrese Maxey and Seth Curry are not players I would start. Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid are. I would start them in a category league. And then uh, just mentioned Trey Young will probably come back next week, but I wouldn't bother starting him. I don't think he's going to play enough. The Hawks only have that three-game week as well, so if he only plays two or maybe even one, which is what I've got him projected for, it's not going to be worth it. For points leagues, Guys are available in over 50% of leagues. Naz Reed's, now, if Naz Reed's available in a category league, you add him as well. Same with Malik Beasley. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker, I think, is an ad for a weekly league with four games for the Lakers. Eric Bledsoe, Irma Yetseven, Jaden McDaniels, and Dwight Howard, a lot of those names. The same as what we talked about on the category league section. And then lastly, we look at some plays you can sit in points leagues. I would sit every Pistons player in a 12-team points league. I would sit Josh Hart and Devontae Graham, but I would start Valanciunas and Ingram. I would sit Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey, and Seth Curry, but I would start Joel Embiid. I would sit Chris Duarte, and I would also sit Cousin Kevin Porter Jr., who's probably going to return this week. We just don't know when. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? But don't, don't, don't take that risk. Guys, that'll do it for us today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, give it a thumbs up. Leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.